0: Hello and thank you for joining us again. Today we are talking about awakening to love and if you're wondering what does that really mean, we are basically going to start going into not only how we feel love, what we think about love, what our beliefs are about love, but also how do we get to the place where we can start feeling it more deeply and just letting it in. So many of us are so used to being the caretakers, being the one who is making sure everyone else is feeling loved and supported, and we don't always take the time to make sure that we're doing that for ourselves. And so that is what this episode is about, and thank you for joining us today. Can't wait to jump in. Welcome. You have entered a space meant for women stepping into their highest purpose. I'm Kelly Cole, mom of two, nurse, healer, and intuitive energetic practitioner. If you're looking for insights into healing at a deep level, guidance on connecting to your inner knowing, and conscious conversations, then you've come to the right place. Open yourself to this safe space of healers who need healing, moms who are ready for deeper connections, and generational healers and cycle breakers who are ready to light the path for others, including our next generation. By infusing intuition and spiritual energy into each episode, we make space for transformational shifts at the physical, energetic, and emotional level, creating synergy and forward motion towards your highest path. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hey, it's Kelly. I wanted to share a story with you a few years back when I was feeling disconnected and frustrated on my path. I had a few key modalities that started to open the doors to a deeper connection, a connection to myself and my consciousness and to the greater consciousness, source, God, universe, however you want to think about it. The very first was yoga and the second was meditation and the third was breathwork and these doorways. I was led through by a guide They allowed me to bypass my very active mind and just be, be tapped in, be an open place for my own answering to the paths I needed to take and my own inner knowing. Because these modalities have been so impactful for me, I have created a free download combining both modalities of breathwork and meditation just for you. The life energy, breath work, and meditation easily guides you through the same doors with my own twist, bringing in stress release and the empowerment of stepping into your own energy. If you're ready to release that stress or simply connect into your own inner knowing, you're ready to answer some questions or gain some insight, then go grab your free download now at signup.synergythrive.org forward slash breathe. Again, that is signup.synergythrive.org forward slash breathe. Hello, just thriving souls. And welcome back today. We are talking about awakening to love. Um, I have recently just started reading a new book, which is called unraveled. And I will link that in the podcast description for sure. But this book has just started to awaken this sense within me that some of these themes, some of this discussion is one that needs to be had. And for a lot of us, we are here. We are the caretakers. We are we're the responsible ones. We are the ones who are the orchestrators and the creators of our lives and our family's lives. And we're usually pretty busy in the process. Now, a lot of times that means that we are making sure everybody else is feeling supported and loved and held. And it doesn't always mean that we have the time. To do that for ourselves, it doesn't always mean that the other people in our lives are, you know, fully like showing up to really make sure that that's happening for you. And life is busy, and it goes, and it's fast. So this is kind of a little bit of that conversation today, all around that. So the the reason that um I wanted to even have this episode was because I started reading this book, Unraveled, and in that book, there were so many themes. First of all, you know that I know we are here in this life to experience all the highs, all the lows, but really at the root of it, we have come from source, universe, God, and we will live this life and then go back to that same place in the in-between, in the time when we are live and here and living. We are not meant to be disconnected. We are not meant to feel separate from that energy, that source energy, that God energy. But so many of us have a very hard time accessing it. We have a hard time feeling into it. We have a hard time leaning back on it. We have a hard time allowing ourselves to be supported in it. So that is really what we're talking about today. When is the last time that you have truly been able to just feel Like you can just let go and let all the love in. When's the last time you felt like you could just let go and allow yourself to feel fully supported, fully held, release all of the stresses, all of the anxieties, and just sit in a place where you're feeling loved. This place to me has been far and few between, and I have to really seek it out and deliberately go there, which for me is, if anyone has been listening to this podcast in previous episodes, I always talk about how meditation has really been and breath work, like the place that allows all the other mind things, the chattering in my brain to kind of be quiet long enough for me to have that experience. And that is such an important piece of this is the seeking, the looking for that, because it doesn't just come automatically. It's like, you have to really find it and set aside time to allow yourself to experience those those pieces. And the other piece is that, um, so as you know, again, when I'm working with clients, like this in the heart space is such a complex beautiful, amazing space to be able to view for others. And so during like a soul session, I can tell where the block is. I can tell sometimes it might look like there's a hole. So like maybe in the back of your heart or somewhere like that, um, area where I can see you freely give like you are letting all the love just flow out of you and any love that comes in, it doesn't get to stay because it's not a whole container. There's a hole in it. And so when you allow love to come in, it doesn't stay because it just flows right back out. So there's so much of that. And usually that is directly connected to an unfeeling of unsafety in receiving love, like okay, I will give all of my love. I will give all of myself away. I will do this, this, and that for all of these people in my life. But it is hard for me to receive back. It is hard for me to accept a gift. It is hard for me to even just acknowledge when somebody is like, you did such an amazing job and it's, you know, brings you into a place of, oh no, no, like moving on, you know, not enough about me. Like, it is hard and it's really in our conditioning and our programming as children getting brought up into this world, that it is hard for us to, um, have that balance between a place of humbleness and a place of, you know, not like making it feel like you're being too boastful. If you even say thank you or like say, Oh my gosh, yes. Like I rocked that or (laughs) whatever. Like that's just a really small small example of how, when people are not accepting the blessing that others might want to give them in feeling that love, it's a lot easier to accept love from like little kids. Um, it's more pure, you know, it's typically unattached a lot of times. Um, and this is, I'm going to read a little bit of the, um, chapter from this book unraveled because there's a really nice piece in there specifically speaking to the fact that a lot of times human love comes with attachments comes with expectations. It's never as unending and infinite and unattached as you feel when you allow yourself to just connect into that true, pure source energy love. So that's the part that holds us back, right? The other things that I might see in that heart space are how the things that you love make your heart expand and grow. And so sometimes it's people and sometimes it's animals. And even a lot of times I see plants and nature and I see the things that like restore your heart. And it's beautiful to see how your heart can shift and grow. A lot of times I also have a visual of a cage or walls or like multiple layers of wrapping that people have put around their hearts because that's what's kept them safe. It's safer in here, inside this cocoon that I made. Like it's really obvious when your heart is not open. So you keep it closed, you keep it hidden, you keep it not, you keep it protected. Like there's a protection there It, you know, I know I tell my daughter all the time because she has such an open, loving heart that it's so much more brave to be the one that's more sensitive. It's so much more brave to be the one that's not hiding in protection. That's not putting all these layers around your heart. That's a lot more brave because you are opening yourself up to the potential for for hurt or for, you know, Something that doesn't feel good. And a lot of times, that's exactly what people are putting that protection there for. And you learn quick. It doesn't take long to, in a lifetime, to start to pierce on. It doesn't take long. You'll see it start, you know, in little kids um, either. And so these protections, barriers, walls, they are usually long standing, they are usually deep rooted. And sometimes it takes also a lot of breaking down and deconstructing and trusting in yourself before you're willing to even start the process of breaking that down so that you can let something else in, something else that's deeper. And what happens in that process too is, oh my gosh, like you actually just allow yourself to feel it inside. Like it feels really, really freaking good to just sit in a place where you feel like you are being held. It's like, there are like those songs and poems about like people who have written these poetic words about sitting in the lap of God. I sit in the lap of God. And I really believe that this is where that comes together for me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I think I understand that now. Like you just feel like you're a little kid who got to crawl into your mommy's lap and just cry or be held or experience those things that really, it's like, we only get that when you're a little kid. And some people didn't get that. So having it maybe for the first time or having a remembering of having that feeling where you just felt like something bigger than you gets to hold you for a second. And that is really the magic of having that connection, forging that connection, looking for that place and understanding to yourself. But this is also what you need in adulthood now. Re- people, Some people might call that reparenting. I think that's like a different view of it and a different lens and a different kind of like space held for that love. But this to me is just truly the divine place where you allow yourself to be fully held, fully seen and let things like flow through. So as we talk, you know, about creating synergy and having that feeling, um, within you that you're just like ready to go into the next thing. You're excited. You feel good. You feel loved. You felt held. Like all of these experiences are a base that begin to allow a shifting to happen within your belief within you. Suddenly, you, suddenly because you have an experience like that in deep meditation for me or breath work for me, <clears throat> other people might experience this really just by going out in nature, really just by sitting in a place that they absolutely love. Like I love going to the beach and watching during like an evening time and have in that time when it's like super calm and the water is really calm. And usually like, it's not so breezy. It's just like a really nice breeze. Like I, I love that place. I love that time of day. It's just so peaceful. And like allowing peace in is part of that too. So peace, love, feeling supported and held, like all of these come together and you will allow yourself. If you set the right intention during that time, then you can really shift a belief within yourself. As soon as you start allowing that feeling, that will create this belief that you are worthy of being held, that you can be held, that the walls that you hold don't always have to be there You can start working on really breaking these things down. And it's not a difficult thing, but it's, it's an intentional thing. Like you have to set the intention and set the time to do it, whether that's because you go to a place or whether that's because you set, you know, 10 minutes to meditate or 10 minutes to do breathing or whatever it is that gets you to be there. So that's the kind of stuff that we do. And these are the things that we talk about we're beginning a membership, which is um, the Synergy Collective. And these are the things that we try out. These are the things that we want to make sure everybody gets a chance to have the time to set aside the time to do these things, because these are the experiences that you have. If you've never had experience like that, please come join a healing circle. This is like the mini sessions that we start with so that everybody kind of gets a taste of what it feels like to be able to step into these different places, have a different experiences. And as soon as you do, you believe you start to shift the belief, the experience and the feeling starts to shift the belief within yourself that it's possible that you are worthy of it, that you can do it and that you can break down the walls a bit, soften them a bit to be able to let this in. Once you begin to have that, you start to shift habits. Maybe you start to look out for that more. Maybe you start to Create time in your week more to have that experience more often. Because I will tell you right now that when you begin to have the, when you begin to have that experience, you want it more. You crave it more because it feels good and you start to shift and change. That is a whole other kind of synergy that is created and it's amazing. Okay, so I'm gonna read a little bit from this book called Unraveled. And again, I will um, go ahead and link that in the description for you. This piece is talking specifically, it starts about the wilderness and talking about how the wilderness is just this place where you're, you're naked and there's nothing around you to reflect back on. You're out alone in the wilderness. Okay. So here we go. It says, come utterly on. You become utterly aware of the answer in the wilderness. The stripping of what you've known creates space for something beautiful to blossom. And in that a worthiness, non-competitive and everlasting arises in its place. An experience floods your being. The same empty chase that lacked fulfillment now becomes an overwhelming hunger that is satisfied completely, yet you want more hungry, satisfied, and still desperate to see and experience more. How can that be? This speaks to the wonder of love's vastness. And keep, keep in mind that in this particular section of the book, they are just calling love the word love. They're using love as a synonym for source, God, creator, How can this be? This speaks to the wonder of love's vastness. To think that love's heart is vast enough that there is a special place in love's heart that can only be filled by you is a concept worth leaning into. Nothing earthly loves you back with no exception in return. Nothing earthly loves you back with no expectation in return. Nothing earthly loves you back in the worst stages of what you deem unworthy. Nothing earthly loves you so deeply when you don't love yourself. Oh my gosh. I'm going to read that one again. Nothing earthly loves you so deeply when you don't love yourself. Think of how many times we make sure that we put everyone in front of us. Think of how many times we make sure everyone else is taken care of except for ourselves there is so much talk about self-love and so much talk about how you have to love yourself, but this really goes so deep into that in this one phrase. And I just want to put it out there that simply making the time doing so some, something so simple as making the time to put your effort of meditation, of, of, breathing, of going for a walk in nature, of doing these very simple things, putting that first on your schedule and letting the other things fall around it when that's possible in a day. This is going to make the shift happen. This is going to be the shift that allows you to see that you're loving yourself enough to put yourself first in this. And that is extremely important. Okay, back to the book. The lack of love for self stems from the lack of understanding of self. If you could answer, who am I? You might love the response so deeply and stand in adoration that love thought each of you special enough to be created. In the wilderness, love shows us pieces to love's puzzle. The puzzle encompasses why love loves you so deeply why love placed you into being and what love wants to accomplish through you worth living life worth living the wilderness stretches you thin nothingness so that you can re- be rebuilt brand new as the one loves the fullness wanted you to experience from the very beginning to chase accept with it, but you do it all the time Think back to a time when you thought you were hopelessly in love. You would do anything for that person and you didn't expect anything back. You just wanted their heart. You would give them your last, your first, and everything in between. You forgave their mishaps. You saw beauty in their chaos. You experienced a love that was hungry and you wanted more. You wanted to spend time with them. You wanted to laugh with them. You thought, If only they could see how beautiful and necessary they are to this world. You gave them all of you. You sacrificed for them. You didn't remind them of their past, only spoke prophetically on who you knew they were. You encouraged them and believed in their being. You would do anything for them. Their smile made your heart full. Their hugs warmed your spirit. One look from them made your soul come alive, and you thought about them every moment they were away from you, and you missed them dearly when you could not be next to them. All of this is only a fraction of how love sees you. And yet a love so few get to experience. You must realize this is not because love does not want you to experience it, but because of his vastness. As mere human beings, we can only experience love through our willingness. Love never forces on anyone. Otherwise, love would not be love why can't love just reveal himself to you fully? It would be like love revealing all that love is to us and leaving you there to pick up your pieces of exploded, fragmented understanding. How cruel. Instead, love releases himself little by little so that you lean into love more. The more love shows, the more your hunger increases and an appetite that is satisfied and replenished but yearning to see and experience more of love's love. Many will deny love, but not for good reason. They deny who people created love to be in their minds, a poor representation, a judgmental king sitting on a throne who creates servants merely to praise him for his kingliness. And if not at the right time, his subjects are sent off to a fiery pit for the rest of their days this king we've made up rules based on laws, our appearance, what we've accomplished, and how much we've accrued on earth. A quote, well done, would be extended only if he deemed us worthy of his presence. It has been communicated all wrong. Love doesn't want you only to love him. He wants to show you his deep love and desire for your heart He wants to show you how wanted and precious you are. Love wants to show you his unending, everlasting, burning desire to have you close to him. Love wants to show you who you truly are and love wants to show you why you are here and walk with you while you accomplish your reason for being. There is but one spot in love's heart that only you can fill. mic drop. That is the reason for this podcast. That is the reason we are here listening to this episode. This is the reason I do what I do. This is the reason I invite people to come work with me. Everybody deserves this. Everybody. It's going to make me cry. Everybody. this if you have not been able to fully just feel that presence know how divine you are know that because we come from source God the divine and we land here that it is within us accessible to us fully able to be opened to us And when we go right back to it, we just remember all over again, but the remembering isn't only for that time. The time is now it's for now. And with that, I will remind you that I'm going to link this book in the description of this podcast. If you are interested in um, reading this, I might do more episodes. Honestly, I'm only on chapter four. I have like put the highlighter to almost all of the whole book. So I'm just going to highlight the whole book. It doesn't, I don't even know what good that does me, but (laughs) first of all, I remind you to please put yourself first. It's not selfish. Loving yourself enough to do something good for yourself is not selfish. And if you think it is selfish in a bad way, then I'm just going to flip that and say, then be selfish in a good way. It's okay. It's okay to be a little bit selfish. You have to, in order to make sure that you're doing the best thing for you. And when you do the best thing for you, you do the best thing for everyone around you. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And with that, I will say as always that I hope you find beauty in something small today. See that love. I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.